I mean, most of my clients are early 40s to mid 60s. Getting back in the workforce or starting a new career, right? Or maybe they've got kids at home, um, you know, and the way things are in the economy, what does that look like, right? Hello, I'm Elizabeth Ribbons, your host for Next, a podcast dedicated to connecting women through stories, inspiration, and actions that empower resilience, leverage change, and celebrates their next. If you have lived half a century, certainly you have valuable skills, knowledge, and something you can share. Creating online courses on an appealing platform is another way to reach your audience, deliver your knowledge, and create an income source. I've been a Kajabi user for over five years, and I'm continually impressed with the amazing capabilities, options, excellent support, and the dedication to continue to innovate and provide the very best to their users. It's everything you need from soup to nuts to house your pearls of wisdom and share with others. To get your first month free, go to www.nextcareerlife.com backslash income. That's www.nextcareerlife.com backslash income. And get your first 30 days for free. Today's guest, Kathy Alessandra, established her own successful business, grew it to six figures and sold it. But that is only the surface of the story. Kathy did some real discovery and peeled back the layers of fear and failure to design the business and lifestyle she wanted and claimed. She developed her signature Yes Method programs and has been coaching other women into success ever since. And she has a few other things to tell us about what she's up to. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, just so that the audience can get to know you a bit, um, they know that you are a, a, a business coach, but also a life coach. So can you kind of tell a little bit about what you're doing right now? Absolutely. So yes, I'm a life and business coach. I am known as the Yes, I Can Coach. Um, and a little bit of story and background about why I'm known as the Yes, I Can Coach. Um, you know, like many of us, we have gone through, I have gone through challenges, ups, downs, sideways, you know, roller coaster ride. Um, I owned a couple of magazines, as you mentioned, and sold them and, um, and fully stepped into coaching. Uh, I, I had been mentoring and consulting and that kind of thing previously, but stepped into full-time coaching about six and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. So I actually work with entrepreneurs, uh, mostly entrepreneurial women who have, a, you know, solopreneur business, or maybe they've got a small team and, um, you know, something's not quite right. They're not quite sure what though. They've got a bit of their wobble in their wheel. Things aren't really going smoothly. Um, you know, they may be looking for growth in their business and having a struggle to get there. Um, and it's really about looking at the whole woman. I fully believe in a holistic approach. So like, W-H-O-L-E-istic, right? Holistic approach. You know, for us women, it's if things in our personal life are, you know, struggling and, you know, I went through a divorce and um, had a child who was struggling with some drug use and that kind of thing. It affected my business life big time, right? Yes. And then when you're struggling in your business and things aren't flowing and you're having a hard time getting clients, that reflects into your personal life. So I work with the woman on the whole scale and help her, uh, transform her life and revolutionize her business. That's very well said. So you came up with this uh, Yes Method programs. This is something I saw a little trademark on there. So this is something that you've created that's all your own and sort of your own recipe. Mm-hmm. And obviously how you've been doing this for a little while and you, you, you're doing it on experience. You've sort of been called to this actually, right? Because you feel that yeah. you could really help women. Um, and, and so that's really exciting. Um, 
for you, um, why did you launch the, the magazine, like the, the online magazine and the podcast? So, and print, there's a print magazine that goes along with it too. Um, you know, for me, I'm all about um, collaboration and supporting other women entrepreneurs and being able to get them the content that will help them um, make their life easier, streamline their business, simplify life, right? Um, and so stepping into um, redesigning, redeveloping a magazine again um, was something that was just on my heart as well, um, a way to reach people and be able to share people like you mm-hmm. and other audience members, right, their brilliance with people that they might not otherwise be able to connect with. And by having a magazine, you know, whether it's online or print, it's, it. It, we share, we highlight, we feature those experts, right? Uh-huh. Podcasts, just like you. I'm featuring women who have um, have a story to share, right? Have seen challenges and struggles, have turned around and found that success. And, you know, you can do it too, right? I mean, it's right. it's really bringing that, that hope, that inspiration, that motivation um, to others, hopefully, that um, they can see the challenges and that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, exactly. And, you know, and, and if we can inspire with stories, and everyone's got a story, if, you, if they're willing to tell it, if we can inspire with stories and that empowers other people, right? To get them Absolutely. to try it. Um, if you could tell me when you were doing your businesses, and I'm sure you, you draw on this experience as well when you're coaching, what were the difficulties outside of wearing all the hats day to day? What were the difficulties? You were talking about personal life but um, what were you, what did you come up against that you found to be the most difficult when you decided to start your own magazines? Well, when I became an entrepreneur, started as an entrepreneur 26 years ago, mm-hmm. um, my kids were little, right? Yeah. And so I was definitely in that mompreneur phase, right? And trying to balance. Um, and one of the things that I found most difficult when I began was that, um, I didn't necessarily take myself seriously as a CEO, and that reflected to others, right? And so um, in the sense that my time was not my own, I became, you know, like I said, I'm the yes, I can coach now. Um, but the problem back then with the yes, I can is I'm strategically saying yes now and abundantly <laughs> saying no, right? And, yeah, and so then, well put. That's <laughs> So well put. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And now it's and back then it was that I was yes to everybody. I was yes to everything. I was known as the yes girl. You know, I mean, I had a hard time. I was no challenged. Yeah. And, um, and because of that, you know, I was on burnout and I was working for everybody else. And my kids had a you know tiny piece of me and my ex-husband had a tiny piece of me and, and I had nothing of me left. Right. And, um, and so that was one of the struggles in the beginning, you know, with little, I mean, little kids my son was born after I'd actually started the magazines the first time around. So, um, so it was just really putting some of those boundaries into place, learning to say yes to the right things that mattered most. Yes. And, um, you know, and then growing from there, you know, obligations versus commitments and, saying, you know, stepping into the commitments wholeheartedly and letting the obligations go and not being worried about what everybody else wanted or expected of me. That was a tough one as a woman, I think, you know? Well, uh, you know, I think as women, because you have that first little baby and no matter how many you have, it's that moment of reckoning where you just go, oh my gosh, now it's all about this child. And I've got to like make that happen. But then you still want to be pulling in an income or doing what the thing that is that you want to do or creating some kind of engagement in your life other than just being not just but being a mom maybe you choose to do that only but it's just it's one of those things and then we continue to just so that we can keep all the plates in the air we'll just say like you're saying oh yes I'll 
I'll ha- just throw it on the pile. Just throw it on the pile. I'll do. And, we, and I think it just happens really small. It's a very small sort of gradual thing until we get to a place of, oh my God, right? Like, what am I doing? I, I don't even yeah. know anymore. So did you, did you function like that all the way through? Like, I think you sold a couple of magazines. Did you function like that all the way through mm-hmm. the magazine and then stop? And was that your day of reckoning? No. Of like, what am I doing? Yeah. No, my day, my day of reckoning was back in 2018. So I had been doing the magazines for about 12 years. Yeah. Um, you know, um, actually the first day of reckoning was when I stood in the parking lot at my child's school and his bus was going off to a field trip that I wanted to go to. And I couldn't because of work because I had said yes to too many other things. Right. And oh, I stood wow. there with tears streaming down my face. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. This is not why I'm doing this. Right. I'm doing this so I can be on that bus. And, um, yeah, not so much that day, yeah. but, um, but in 2008, I really had some serious, um, that was really when things started shifting and I realized, okay, I need to make some changes. Um, you know, I, I don't want to be running on this hamster wheel any longer. And, you know, there's a lifestyle I'm trying to create here. And I started this business to put my family first. And, um, so I started pulling back and, you know, really kind of shifting that bringing in more team and, um, you know, delegating more different, you know, different things. And it, it was after that, actually, that I started the second magazine because uh, I was pre- publishing two at the same time for about five years. So, um, you know, it was just, it took me to get to that place to be, um, to really understand my own value and worth and where I was trying to go to be able to put some of those systems and other people in place and take a step back. Yeah. And, um, you know, you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, super valuable. I just remember my brother because, you, you know, obviously if you're entrepreneurial, then you're a capable woman. And um, there's a, there's, I, I'm always, I'm just floored at some women that just get everything done for them. <laughs> I'm not one of those. <laughs> I, I guess because I can run circles around a lot of people. I'm very busy and I have learned that whole, you know, boundaries and all of that. But early in life, it wasn't that way. And, um, you know, <clears throat> people said, you're really capable. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it's working out for me so well. Um, because, you know, we're capable and we just <laughs> handle a lot of stuff, right? So um, it's it's really important to, to know. Give anything that. to a busy woman and it gets done, right? That's what my friend always said too. So, you know, the school things and all that, boy, it got done. And so that's just how I am. So, but the thing is, is looking back hindsight, I'm sure you ha- you're glad that you built those businesses and that you were able to sell them, but would you have done it differently? Would you have waited a little bit or would you have done um, it, it the same way, except for maybe calling on getting more people and changing your inner structure a bit more? Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. I think- yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't regret starting the businesses when I did. My first magazine was a family-focused magazine. It was called What's Up for Kids. Um, it very much aligned with where my kids were and their ages. And so the advertisers, the activities, the events, you know, I got to go to premieres with my daughters to their favorite start. Back then it was the Jonas Brothers. We went to a Jonas Brothers premiere and like I was mom of the year, right? Because I had the magazine. Um, what I would have done differently is put on a different hat, right? I would have had bigger boundaries between my personal life and professional life and, um, and really put that time into place. You know, I'm a big one right now, uh, now currently on time blocking, right? And I've been doing that since about 2008, right? Where I block my time. It's, it's a firm no. Um, so I think it's really more the mindset. I'm not sure why it took me close to 45 to, shift that mindset unfortunately if I had known that back when I was you know in my 30s well how different life would have been but um 
but yeah, I wouldn't have done it differently in the sense of I, I would have continued to start the business. Absolutely. I, you know, I had a drive and I wanted to do something. I love being a mom. I, I loved being a mom. Um, that was absolutely something that I wanted. Right. And, um, but I also felt this urge to create something as well, uh, besides my babies. So, um, yeah, so that, and you did it. And I think too, that when women are, and it's different now. and, And as we're speaking, if we can turn around and teach, and I have a daughter, you know, and I hope to, that she sees, and I'm able to, to glean this information that women for so long felt like they had to do double duty in order to, to measure up in the world. And so I think they felt like they had to take it all on. They had to be the wife and mother and all of this over here and not ask for help because it was sort of that we just didn't know our value maybe, or I don't know. I I think that's what happens. And a lot of times I think in the corporate world too, women just do, I mean, there's studies that show that they do double in order to be, you know, invited to the table kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I think women that are entrepreneurial catch on sooner. Whereas women in the corporate world, it's not that they don't catch on. They know the rules. They just have, they've had to play by them, but I think it's going to change. It's changing already where women are being, are being able to kind of be their own bosses in a way. So they're able to, you know, to, to change that a bit and being your own boss is really rewarding. I mean, you have to be, you can't be risk averse. You have to just know that it's going to be okay. And you put your time in and And you also, I like that you said the time blocking because I did that too. You have to put your structures in because it's your business, it's your life. And uh, I love that you said that because that's something that I've mentored women and that's something that I said, you've got to do that or you're just going to burn out. You're just going to completely burn out. Um, So I wanted to ask you, um, did you use a coach at all while you were in those years or did you just come upon this and realize it on your own? (laughs) No, you know, the, 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 actually in the, in the beginning, the first 10 years, a coach, you know, yeah. what was that? I mean, yeah, exactly. Seriously. What? Right. And, and um, in fact, when I started the magazines, you know, the internet had basically just started. I mean, we didn't have a website on the front end. Email marketing didn't happen until 10 or 12 years in. Right. I mean, so there was a growing process that went with that. Um, did I get a coach? Absolutely. I got a coach. When I got to the point, actually I was first uh, introduced to, more support in a mastermind group, which I'd never heard of. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was a group of ladies. We ended up reading thinking grow rich, yeah. never heard of Napoleon Hill before. Right. And, um, through that, um, and actually through Facebook, funny enough, I actually met a woman and so resonated with her and connected with her and she ended up becoming my coach. So I've had a coach, oh gosh, for probably the last mm, 13 years or so. Um, I mean, every coach needs a coach. I I mean, I truly believe whether it's a business coach, a life coach, a health coach, wherever those areas are in your life that you're wanting to make change, that you're wanting to make an impact, right? Um, We can't do it alone. We're not meant to do it alone. Mm -hmm. And um, you need to find somebody to mentor and coach you as well. So yes, I absolutely had and have a coach. (laughs) So yeah, you know what? You just answered my next question is, is do you believe that coaching is necessary? And Obviously you do, because if you really do want to reach those heights, it's really good to have someone objective that has your goal in mind, that knows what you're wanting and can keep that because we can sure get distracted with all of the yesing. That's one thing, the shoulds. 
And then the shinies, the shiny things. You can get monkey brain and be like, oh, we got to get over there. And it's like your coach helps you stay on the, stri- on the path, straight and narrow, right here. And, and you really do get there. So the people that I'm, I'm asking you this because I'm all about, um, you know, I'm not a coach, but I'm all about supporting this, this idea of coaching because I think as more women become entrepreneurs in corporate, you know, this, the sway workforce kind of thing, they're going to need coaches. It's going to be sort of a selective. I need to learn. I need to pivot a bit and learn this next thing. And I don't know how to block time. I don't know how to hold boundaries. I'm, they're going to need coaches. And I really believe that the coaches are, are the key to, to um, people knowing success in the future. So um, I love that you said that you've been using a coach. I use coaches too. And I, I completely, and I don't think a deck, two decades ago, or you know, back in the day, you know, 15 years ago, they weren't as accessible. They, they weren't, it wasn't really being talked mm-hmm. about. Whereas now right. it seems like there's quite a few coaches and um, good ones too. There's good ones. Right. And, and it's, it's takes um, understanding. I think it's like educating people on why it's good to hire uh, someone that is doing something that isn't like a, here's a box. I'm selling it to you. You know what I mean? It, it's, 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 it's intellectual property. They're telling, they're giving you a lot of value for your money so you can have a better life. Right. 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 I mean, it's, and I, and it's, it's important, I think, to do your, your homework and your research when you're looking at hiring a coach. Right. I mean, you've got the international coach federation. I am certified through them. Um, you know, it's not just about hanging your shingle because I, you know, I think I can do that. Right. right. No, I've been there. I've done that. I walked in your shoes. Um, I have the training, right? I mean, it's looking at when you're looking at hiring a coach, has that person, has that, that coach done what you aspire to do, right? Have right. they been there? Have they walked in the trenches? Can they help you, right? You can't, you know, I mean, I love these, the coaches who are like, I'll help you build the eight figure business, right? And they've never been out of the fives, right? You know, I mean, just, it's important to do your research, do your homework, ask for referrals, right? But yeah. Make sure it's the right coach for you. Exactly. And then, um, you know, for any woman, because I, okay, today I just posted something uh, on LinkedIn about Forbes writing us this great thing about women in midlife who are real, like, you know, executives and, and doing a lot. And they're turning around and helping small businesses stay in business with raising money for them. But also mm-hmm. they're connecting them to coaches because, and they did a study and and 80% of the success that they're having is because of the coaches. I mean, the money's there to make sure that they don't lose their business, but you know, you can have money and completely burn it up and not, and not have success in your company. It's the coaching that, and that's that real live one-on-one or, or master, master classes, like, you know, the master coach, that kind of thing that helps, that helps because it, it, you're learning, it's experiential and you're getting feedback as you go, which I think is so important. But what I wanted to say in accountability, which is like, if you know that you're paying for something and you next week have to have this done, you're going to get it done because, you know, it's like, why, why would you even commit to that? The other thing is, is you have very, very many midlife women, women 40 and up who are, are launching little businesses and reaching out to you. Do you find that that's the case? Absolutely. I mean, most of my clients are early 40s to mid 60s. Um, some have had a business, right? Some have had a business uh, for a year or two and they're not seeing the growth and they're reaching out because they're kind of stuck. Others are coming out of corporate, especially right now in the way that, I mean, I forget the staggering number, but it's like 2 million women have come out of the workforce in the last year. And so 
getting back in the workforce or starting a new career, right? Or maybe they've got kids at home, um, you know, and the way things are in the economy, what does that look like, right? And so there's a number of people who are starting business, who are starting, you know, they're home already, right? Starting something from home and they just don't even know where to begin. And so having somebody to, you know, help give them some of the basics, right? To know what to do. And then when you get to that place of stuck, Right. You know, because you can't sometimes you just as the CEO, you know, you, you, you got your head so far down, you forget to look up to see yeah. what's next. What's the big horizon. Right. And so having a, a coach, you know, really help pull that out of you. Now, just to note, too, you know, there's a difference between a, a coach and a therapist and that. Right. A coach is really all about helping you come to the ahas yourself. Yeah. Right. I'm going to ask you the questions that are going to help pull that out of you. And make you think about that. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I mean, yes, I may give you a marketing strategy and tell you need to do that. But to really understand why you need to do what you do, to have the drive and the motivation and all that, you need to do some inner digging. Yeah. Right? It's not a magic wand. It's There's still work to be done, but it can help you get to those ahas at record speed if you've got a good coach yeah. um, to really get to those those nuggets for you. Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, therapy of not to, to therapy is wonderful for teaching people to really go deep and learn how to get to the, the depths of, of emotional and all of these these things that are causing us harm. Um, But coaching is more about action driven and experience and in, you know, that input, because like you're saying, you, you don't tell people what to do you give them the opportunity to figure it out and, and then you guide them along the way. And so, you know, I definitely, I am glad that you really clarified that because there is a difference and um, coaches uh, a lot of times will be like, okay, so this is this, and then here's your assignment and, you know, they'll tell you, and then you've got to pull it out of you. You've got to, you've got to create that. And that's what makes it so successful. So I, I really love that. And so I think that, um, you know, mid, middle-aged women, and I know because the, the studies show that they're the ones that are actually creating these new businesses that are successful. And mm-hmm. I think it's because they have already in place. And well, I know it's that they have a network in place. They have experience and they're getting coaches and they're, they're using, they're circling their wagons. You know what I mean? They're really using mm-hmm. everything that's available to them and resources to create something for themselves and, and for others. Um, I think a lot of them are coming up with things that, can turn all of the, they have around to help other people as well. And right. uh, so anything else, would you say that a lot of your people are coaches? Are they people with businesses like um, interior designers? I mean, what, what is the typical um, businesses that you see that you're helping women? You know, with? I have a, a few people who are coaches, but it's, it's huh. a wide variety. I mean, I have everything from, uh, brick and mortar stores, um, mm-hmm. which is not much fun for them right at the moment, right? As, no. as trying to reopen things, it's a tough time. Um, interior de- decorators, organizers. Um, I've had a woman who owns a, a cookie company. Um, even some that are doing uh, MLM or mar- you know multi-level marketing or network marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and helping them move forward. So it's a lot of different. I really think anybody, right? If you're really looking for growth in whatever it is that you're doing, if that business is not just a hobby, it's not something you're just doing on the side, but you're really serious about making money and growing that business, um, you know, that's that's who I'm working with, and that's where I'm seeing those are the people that I'm seeing coming to a coach or to somebody like me. Right. Um, you know, they want to up level. They want to up level. They want to get there. So I've got a, I got it. One more question for you. 
does anyone ever come to you and you know that what they're doing, they're almost there, but what they're doing maybe isn't going to, it's not going to jive. It's like, you can see it because you and I, we've, we've done businesses. So you kind of know like, okay, if she tweaked it a little bit, I think that would be like, that would be the, the, the golden thing right there. Do you tell them or do you let them kind of? I try to, I try to, no, so not, not a flop, man. If I know that, no. If I can no. see it, I'm not going to look a flop. Right. I, I am all about a little tough love. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I am going to be there to champion you and challenge you. I will cheer you till the end of the day, right? But um, but if I see that things are, you know, it's just not jiving, I, um, depending upon what it is, I may guide you down that path to have that realization, or I may just be right up front and say, you know, I'm just not sure that's going to work. I really think you should try this. Um, so it really just depends upon what the issue is. Um, you know, sometimes, as you know, when, when you, anything, right, let's, let's talk about losing weight, right? You've got to have that, that reason, that why, that aha in your own head yeah. for it to flip the switch, to be able to stick with it and really move forward. Same thing in business or life, right? I mean, it's your business. If I tell you to do X, Y, and Z, and you're like, oh, that just seems like so much work, right? But if you have that realization that, wow, X and Y is going to cause Z to be this much greater, right? Oh, I totally see it. Then it becomes this aha moment for you. And you're like, all right, let's redo this, right? It's, it's you having that, um, that guidance, that pulling out so that you can have that aha and then really take it and take... Um, credit for it. Right. In which I don't know about you, but I think that just a lot of times I see clients, you see that light bulb switch, you can see it in their eyes. Right. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I never thought of it that way. Right? right. And then, and then they're willing to, they're more willing to do the work that needs to be done. Right. And so these, these women that you're working with, I'm, I'm assuming they're women, but there might be men too, but they're, um, what are the like three top things that you find that are the issues? Uh, with mm-hmm. them. like you were saying like you're the yes girl they're the shoulds mm-hmm. the money value like what are the things that they have the yeah. most trouble with so one of the biggest I would say is owning their value knowing their worth yes um and not charging what they should right um and so we do take a dive into their money stories you know what is it from your parents or your significant other or growing up whatever right all of us have stories from that, that, that are rooted way back in that are how we deal with money, how we spend money, how we save money, how we whatever with money, right? Mm-hmm. And whether we're uh, worthy or not. Um, you know, I'll, I'll lower the veil and share the story on me. You know, back in my um, 19, I had a family member, when I decided not to go back to college, I had a family member say to me, but how do you expect to hold an intelligent conversation without a college degree? Oh my yeah. Gosh. Right. Wow. Now, do you think I, you know, do, do you think that like hit way down here? And that, that was carried a long time, sister. Let me tell you. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't my side of the family. It was somebody else's side. Of the family. And, but I, but I held on to that at that age. Wow. And I didn't get it. I still don't have a college degree. And you mm-hmm. know what fact is, is when I started looking at the money stories and digging into that, I realized that I can certainly hold an intelligent conversation and that I am smarter than some with a college degree. Mm-hmm. And I am certainly driven more than most. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I let that hold me back in what I was charging for years. Yeah. Right. So everybody has, or typically everybody has some sort of story 
something that is holding them back. And so that's, that's one of the biggest things, you know, they aren't um, making the money that they want because they're afraid or don't think they're worthy of charging X, Y, or Z. Um, I'm realistic. I mean, I don't think so, you know, I think some things are too pie in the sky, but, um, but money is a huge one. That's that, that would be the number one thing. Yeah. 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 And how about, how about, because this is what I've run across is they want it so badly. They want it so badly. They're willing to sort of take the a lower price and, and, and that's just not, and then if they did the reverse engineering on that and saw how much work they're doing for that amount of money, it's like time is currency. Like you yeah. can't get that time yeah. back. So right. that's a big one, right? Yeah. Uh, voicing their value and what they're worth and getting used to, to asking for that money, mm-hmm. requesting the money, like pass the salt. That's just right. the, the price is the price. It's the facts, ma'am. Right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and if you don't take this, somebody over there is going to. So I understand, you know, completely. So that's a big one. And I know that that an imposter syndrome, when they, that goes with the value thing. Like they think oh, maybe they're going to discover that I'm not enough. Right. Yeah. So many women yes. do that. And it's oh, like, so sad. you know, like the, the comment that was made to you, it's like, but wait a minute, you have really probably like three degrees because you've, you've had all these businesses, you've raised kids. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you've done all these things. So you have equivalent to three master's degrees. So, you, you know, it, it, and, you know how to navigate life. You've got street smart. So comments like that, I just can't stand. So, you know, I'm so glad that you just did away with that. You just got rid of that one. Yeah. 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 After I did a lot of work, I did away with it. (laughs) Yeah. Because you know what, you probably carrying it around. You didn't even know you were carrying it around. Like you probably weren't even aware that you were carrying around, but you're like, something's not right. I'm doing all this and I'm, I'm, I'm treading water, but I'm not getting anywhere. Right. Well, you don't, I don't think you realize, I mean, I didn't tell my kids, my kids didn't even know probably until I don't know, eighth grade that I didn't have a college degree because I, but, and so did I realize it was affecting what I was charging and how I was running my business? No, I don't think yeah. it did. I don't think I, until I really started doing the money work, yeah. right? Really looking at those money stories. Did I become really aware of what that one comment that somebody had made um, had really affected me in such a major way? Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly think that that's going to change. Like I said, the, the coaches are going to be helping people yep. to get where they want to go without, you know, going $300,000 in debt for a college degree. That is right. not insurance that you're going to be successful in life. Not anymore. So no, no. with that, I just want to say yay for you that you're doing because you, you just did tell everybody what you just did. You just came off of a, a really great program that you were, you were doing for nine days. Did you say? Yeah, it ended up, well, it's marketed as five, but it's actually nine uh, in all transparency. Um, yeah, I did a five-day challenge in our Yes, I Can women's community on Facebook, in uh-huh. a Facebook group, um, and so much fun. We did five days of heavy content, everything from mindset. We talked about mindset. We talked about the many stories. Yeah. Um, we talked about all the marketing platforms. We talked about how to become the go-to authority in your niche. Um, we talked about systems and automation, all of that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, you know, and then people were rolling into my Yes 180 program, which is a seven-week online program. Mm-hmm. But um, so much fun, you know? I mean, it was a great group, lots of engagement. And I just love sharing, you know, it's, it's important to me to get information into the people's hands that need it. Um, you know, take a nugget or two, leave what you don't need. And, um, and then if you want to continue on the journey with me, hop in. 
So um, yeah, it was a great time. Great. Time. I love that because again, you, you know, you're, you're, you're walking the talk, like your, your website says you're walking the talk, you're doing the work, you're showing them that you know what you're talking about and you're giving them the resources to find it. So good for you, Kathy. I just think that's fantastic. And I wish you even greater success. And, and um, I'm glad that you're touching so many lives with what your, your knowledge and your wisdom. So thank you again for your time today and for, for sharing with us. And um, I'm sure well, I'm going to see you again soon. Yes. Thanks for the invitation. Great to be here. Thank you for listening. Links to mine and my guest social media, as well as other resources you might enjoy are all in the show notes. Why not take a quick 10-minute quiz to help find the right resource for you? Download the Compass mini course or browse the resource page and see what the next community has to offer. All available at www.nextcareerlife.com. Enjoying the show? Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share the show with a friend or coworker. Word of mouth is still the best way to find out about new podcasts. Until next time.